welcome to the Oxen Plug. Uh, this is Jay Whip. I am Hellion. That is closing straw as he <laughs> jams his face full of the topic of today. Smooth as butter. Food chat. Uh, so Halion and I did a bit of a thing for fun. I have harangued Halion about his spices. He has harangued me about, I don't know, not doing down-to-earth simple fooding. More more that you're... Yeah, granted, I, I've never harangued you about your inability <laughs> to grill, I understand, because you do not yeah. have immediate access to one. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just been more of like a of a yeah, I understand why you do all the the very elaborate uh cooking that you do, particularly of, of a of a uh would East you say Asian. it's fair to say yeah. Yeah, obviously of an East Asian variety, you know, which is a yeah. much wider uh palette, I guess you could say, than than I typically paint with. I'm There's very a simple. lot of people over there and they all make different food. Yeah. And so I was just like, all of my stuff, I generally make like the same half dozen things again and again and again. And they're very, very simple, very basic. And so we just thought it'd be fun to do something different. Yeah. So I suggested a recipe. Man doesn't use spices for his food. I do use spices. We have salt. We have pepper. Why? We... Have you looked at uh, of the complaints on the recipe? Did you see the? Uh... I have not gone there yet. Oh, no! Wonderful. I have not gone there yet. Um, we also have onion powder. We also have garlic powder. Oh, I mean, the freshest thing is the cardboard box. Yeah, you know, I'll get a paprika for you know when you're making deviled eggs. Um, that's the spicy one. <laughs> but you got to have a little bit of that on top of the because you got the the, the deviled eggs. You got to have that little bit of red. You got to hit it with that little red dusting on the top. Um, and oh, and I also like some cayenne pepper for when I'm making something. I want a little bit a little bit spicier. Cayenne's not that uh, Korean, is it? Excuse you. Cayenne. I think he said cayenne. Oh, cayenne. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Sorry. Uh yeah. No, it is not. Um, That's why I said a little I, bit spicier. I I slip and fall, and it is spicier. Uh, so okay, what we I suggested a recipe. Halion suggested his recipe, um, and then we made each other's dishes. And now we're gonna talk about them, and then talk about whatever. Because um, what I recommended was because Halion asked for uh, a recipe with um, with pork belly. And so I did what, uh, I don't know, I just looked it up, and there's a manchi recipe uh, for a stir-fried pork belly. Super, super simple um, gochugaru and uh, gochujang sort of a paste. Then you can just uh, just fry it up, throw on some toasted sesame oil some to finish it off, and then some toasted sesame seeds. Just a nice, easy, simple little recipe. Uh, a good you, side. You had to dice, dice some, an onion and four green onions to go with. Yeah, spring onion. Yeah. Yep. Which is, I already had that because I do use, you know, spring onions quite a bit. Yeah, they're really nice, especially if you mix up, um, if you want to feel fancy, uh, you can put your green onions, like just chop it up, use the white for the dish, and then you can use the, the greens for a finishing touch on top. Mm-hmm. I like to uh, 
like when I make chili, I'll cut a bunch of them up and add them, add the, the, you know, the bottom, the white part, add it to the chili. And then, like you said, when you serve up the bowl after, you know, when you come out and you dice up the, the green part on the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so this what, was a pretty I, simple recipe. Yeah. 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 If you had all the ingredients. Correct. So, and I straight up did. I didn't need, to, I think I needed to pick up the, um, the pork belly because I just don't have that lying around. See, that's the one thing I did have lying <laughs> around. <laughs> Matter, I was telling Jay, I said it may not surprise him, but because it called for what, like a pound, pound and a half? Yeah, a pound of. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't have that little amount of pork belly. I had to thaw out a larger package of pork belly and then refreeze some of it because. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm curious now because we, because this is the first time you've gone into an Asian market. Yes, it is. Uh, because they're weird if you've never been to one before and you don't know what to look for. So it was, yeah. What's funny is. I have been literally walked into it's in, in the same shopping center as this fantastic Ethiopian restaurant that my wife and I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have walked by this place dozens of times, never paid it any mind, not once. And then so, so when Jay <laughs> suggested this, I, was I like, don't want to. Yeah, because I'm not going to recommend something that like you can't make. Or you have to start ordering specialty things. Like, no, here's our, yeah. here's our grocery store. Go for it. It should be easy. So, so I was like, two things. Yeah. So Jay was like, well, you might need to find like a, like an Asian market. And I'm like, well, I'm not sure if we have one of those around here. And it's like, before I could finish saying the statement, he had already Googled it and found it. <laughs> it's, so, <laughs> it's super easy to just look up a city and be like Asian market. And then you get like five different things and then only one of them's a real thing. So you just click through and be like, all right, let me see the pictures. Yeah. All right, here it is. Here it is. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. So Jay scoped it and said, based on the pictures, it looked legit. Yeah. It's yeah. really easy to find some place to be. That's like, Oh, we're an Asian market. And like, it has just nothing. It's just like, we've got an, our Asian section and it's got like pasta. <laughs> and so, like some rice. So this place, which is only open six hours a day, by the way. Yep. It's o- yeah. only open noon to six, yeah. seven days a week, but that's it. So I show up, it's been open about a half an hour. Uh, and I'm surprised, A, that I'm not the only person in there. I don't know why. Just in my head, I thought I'd be the only person in there. It's a grocery yeah. store. <laughs> but, but there were like four other people in there, right? Mm-hmm. Are, you know, doing their shopping. Apparently, you knew what they were looking for. Yep. But when you say grocery store, let let me set the set the proper idea of what this place looks like. The entire store was barely, and I mean barely, bigger than my bedroom. Oh, it's it's just this tiny room with Mm -hmm. with densely packed shelves along all the sides. There was a like a freezer cooler, like the old top, like kind like you would roll the top back down in one corner. But everything, but the aisles were like, you, if there is no shopping cart, you don't get yeah, any. No, of that no, 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 no shopping cart. They did have a little baskets. Yeah, little baskets. Sometimes you see them with little wheelie baskets, which yeah. are really nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the uh, 
But yeah, if, if you were going down an aisle and somebody else was coming down the aisle, the only way you were going to be able, yeah, you would have to bet because they are so densely, they're, they're so tight, like not even three feet wide down the aisle, less than that, easy. Mm -hmm. Um, there were really no labels. There, there were, there was here and there. Pricing. Well, okay, here and there, you'd see like a like a piece of masking tape. Where someone had hand, like like someone had handwritten something, you know, like a price or something in in a in a sharpie, and although admittedly, uh, I was not familiar with most of the things in there, you could look at something more or less kind of and tell what it was. Now, I am not entirely faulting myself for not for being clueless when I walked in, because yeah. I I was trying some new contacts and I could and apparently they are not great for reading. Uh, uh -huh. Because all the print on everything in there was tiny. If if it, it was either <laughs> written, it was either written in a foreign language that I could not read, or if it, the English was very tiny. So after just kind of wandering around, not knowing where anything was, for about five, not quite ten minutes, uh, there were two very nice young ladies who were working the cashier. I did walk up and I showed them my shopping list and said, "Can you help me find these three things?" And like it took her like thirty seconds, like do 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 boom, do 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 yep. boom, do 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 boom. Like she just like boom boom boom. And I'm like, okay, like I'd already wandered by these things, no idea that that's what I was looking for, even though I gave you, know, you pictures. Well, I know that, but once you look at it, like I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. Like I look at it now, okay, I see that. That's what it is. But again, the print was so tiny. Like yeah. like this tiny print is what we use at work when people are trying. We're trying to figure out if someone has twenty twenty for their reading. That's how tiny this was. Like a little bitty print. Like not mm -hmm. even like typewriter size. Oh, for the record, uh, it was yeah. Gochujang gochugaru. Um, gochujang is a fermented chili paste. It's a big, thick. Like you get it in a tub, basically. Mm -hmm. You just scoop it like out. Like a margarine tub. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then gochugaru is uh, chili uh, powder. Uh, real spicy. Do not fuck with that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's fun is the the little margin tub of the chili paste. Just the little tub, you know, very viscous. You know, like like I was oh, like yeah. trying to shake it to get it off the spoon when I was scooping out. Yeah. <laughs> now I have a question. Do I need to refrigerate that? Uh your choice. Okay. Think... So it, so if I didn't, I wouldn't have. To, I could like just like leave it in the cabinet unrefrigerated. Um, I don't know off the top of my head, but it is a fermented thing. Same reason, like, you don't really need to put pickles back into the fridge, but you probably should. Yeah. Well, they're better if they're cold anyway. Or if the uh, pickles specifically say, uh, put refrigerate after open. Or always refrigerate. Yeah. So we get this little tub. Okay, so it looks like you should. Uh, yeah. Well, I should. did. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I put the, you know, I, I get done with that. That's no big deal. I even taste it. It's like, well, that's interesting flavor. It wasn't terribly hot. Mm -hmm. Interesting flavor. Yeah. And then the chili powder is like this <laughs> giant bag. Giant bag. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this huge bag. I'm like, seriously? Like, how much, like, you know, do you think? Now, it is use, it was very inexpensive. Yep. Like the whole, like I got all three things and it was less than 50. It was like 15 bucks. Yeah. Very reasonable. Um. And I will definitely, definitely use both <laughs> of the chili paste and the chili powder again. Um, I don't know if I'll use the roasted sesame uh, toasted, seeds. Toasted sesame Toasted oil. sesame seeds, yeah. Um, you, that is a finishing oil. Yeah, the oil I will definitely use at some point because I liked the flavor of it. The actual seeds well, themselves, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. 
But explain to me what's the purpose of toasted sesame seeds are for because okay yeah so they're really good on top of like a nice glazed meat and if you want to add some sort of um like a light note at the end because it has a lot of nutty bready sort of flavor behind it with a little bit of Mm -hmm. sweetness yeah like if you you just yeah if you ever had like a uh what do they got like sweet and sour chicken or um like a honey uh citrus chicken any any a lot of times you'll you'll see that where you get to go like a chinese restaurant where you'll have like the little toasted sesame seeds that are on the top it like you said it just adds this little bit of a of a nutty after flavor to it that balances out some of that that sweetness yeah um it's not mandatory but it is good so if you have it use it if you don't have it not a not the end of the world the oil um has a different flavor behind it I don't know entirely how to describe it, but it is really good. It's bad if you just want a toasted sesame oil flavored thing, but just like a little bit on the end, similar to the toasted sesame. Like, it's just nice with that. Now, question, Jay. Yeah. It said to include, was it four or five minced cloves of garlic? Yeah. Did you use actual garlic cloves? I did. Um, So what I do is I purchase it like the pre-peeled uh and i just get it in a tub mm-hmm. uh also um this is shameful to a lot of people but i don't care uh i do use pre-minced garlic and i use pre-minced ginger all the time same I, yeah I, I prefer to use fresh and whole but it's just convenient yeah yeah so uh, I, for, for garlic I already... you do get, garlic you get a different flavor like you have to accept that. Yeah. Yeah, I was perfectly fine with that. Yeah, I I, I just used a prepackaged thing of pre-minced to of garlic, and for the uh, what about the ginger? Um, I did get a knob of ginger because I wanted to follow the recipe all correctly and fancily. Okay. Uh, but no, most of the time I've got some jarred ginger uh, mints. So what I normally actually do though is. I there's an um a Middle Eastern grocery store near me and in, like and I visit Indian grocery stores a lot as well. Uh they sell just jars of ginger and garlic mints and you just get like spoonfuls of that shit and you just start slapping it everywhere. <laughs> Cuz yeah. some for the dish, some on the wall, some on your body, <laughs> yeah. whatever, just just everywhere. Just make yourself feel good. Yeah. Cuz uh so many like a lot of indian uh uh, recipes call for ginger and garlic so you just slap that down a lot of uh chinese recipes call for it as well and if you just find the right mix that you like because i don't like ginger but it's useful so i do put a little bit in so if you find the right mix it's really convenient yeah so for this because i don't ever use ginger um i just bought a little tube of ginger paste yeah and just substituted I, with that i skirt that shit on everything <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing is that the pork belly was supposed to be very thinly sliced yeah. right you use use it however uh, following the recipe yeah well all the pork, the only pork belly I had was already cut into strips, like one inch cube 
but length long pieces. So it was a little hard for me to get like really good cuts because it's it's spongy stuff. You know, it's, yeah. it's hard to get a good cut. Even with oh, another thing, if you are gonna do any kind of cooking, if you're gonna be serious about cooking and you're listening to this, buy a good set of knives. You don't have to spend a thousand dollars, but no, no, have no. a have a decent set of knives because it makes I, cooking tremendously better. I disagree. Uh, you should have a good sharpener because you can take a shitty knife and make it sharp. Yeah. If you get a good knife, you still have to sharpen it anyway. Yeah. I have no idea if I have a good one or not, but... Eh. I mean, like, you, you should be sharpening, and you should know what the difference between sharpening and honing a knife is. I don't. Never okay. got that. Okay, yep, that's fine. Um, so, uh, have you seen the, like, the chef thing of, like, that stick, and they, like, mm -hmm. slide their knife across it a bunch? Yep. Yeah. That that is honing the 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 cutting edge. So when you you really don't need to do it as much as like TV chefs do, but the idea is if once you once you sharpen it, once you start grinding off material in order to reform the uh, the point, uh -huh. by using the honing, you can redirect it in order to realign the blade, basically the point of it. So that way, it's not leaning one direction or the other. So in theory, you could be rehoning your blade more often because it doesn't strip material. But sharpening, just get a like one of those dumb pull-through sharpeners. It works out just fine. That's my opinion, at least. Okay, so the long and short of it is have a sharp knife. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I, I, when I say good knife, I don't mean like the, the knife from the dollar store. I just meant like oh. a knife a knife that doesn't go dull the second time you use it. Yeah. That's that's because like my Minimum knife, viable knife. Yeah, my knife is not, I do not have an expensive knife set. It is a good knife set that I spent a whole twenty dollars on at Costco. Oh, did it come with a nice plastic sheath as well? It did, but nice. I do not use them. I have a I have a little uh, metallic knife. Uh, bar that's on my wall that I just you know ah, ho holds them I, up. I've wanted to get one of those things, but it didn't. But like my tabletop space didn't hasn't super worked out, so I've I have not been getting it. But I do want to get one of those at some. Oh, point. they're so inexpensive! Like you they're, can get one at like at Harbor Freight for less than ten bucks. I'm also scared that it's gonna fall down, and I okay, know but, that's a dumb. But word, you but, but also... you know how to you know how to mount stuff on walls now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, that I was having a little trouble cutting cause it's just like big, imagine if you've never seen or used pork belly or cooked with it, imagine a piece of bacon, like a long strip of bacon, but instead of that little bitty thin, it's the thickness of an inch. Like it's just like an inch yeah. cube like that. It's like that. So imagine having to take that and try to slice it lengthwise into very thin pieces. It's, it's not easy to do with and keep all of your fingers. Uh, so Mine yeah, probably I, were just a little thicker than what the recipe originally called for. Yeah, mine were way thicker. Um, uh, yeah, mine were way thicker, and I uh, uh, didn't... And when I started biting into it, I think I don't have super good pork belly because it was really chewy in, like, the bad way. Mm. But I did a temperature check, and I, I confirmed it's... that it was safe to eat. Yeah. So well, pork, 
pork yeah. belly should be soft and it should be technically mm-hmm. to to get it nice and where it's not chewy like a little chewy it really needs to be cooked at a lower temperature over a longer period of time typically okay. if you cook it under high temperature you do get it a little it's still very it's still soft but you're generally going to be a little chewier um it's just the nature of of it that's like when like when i i i will slow cook uh, and barbecue uh, pork belly on the grill mm, and typically okay. i'll cook it sub 300 degrees on indirect heat and usually for four to five hours i have a a chefy dumb question for you Mm. would you just sous vide it if i had a sous vide okay you could now granted because i'm like that seems like a lot of time for like if you could just put it in a baggie and some water well see but you don't get the same effect that way now you would still if if you did that and then still put it on the grill to kind of yes. finish it. But see the way I do it, I just I get the grill set up and I put it out there and then I just walk away. And then I come back an hour later and I turn it and then I walk away. And then I come back an hour later, I flip it. I come back an hour later, I flip it again. Come back an hour later, then I take it off, throw it in a pan, sauce it. Put, put the sauce and the pan and everything back on for another 45 minutes to an hour, and then you're good. So it, it's, not, it's not intensive. It's just, it just takes a it's while. It's frequent, but it is, it's low intensity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, but then again, I enjoy, again, I, I enjoy the ritual <laughs> of grilling, of, of the setting it up and checking on it and keeping the temperature thing, stuff like that. But, um, and speaking of temperature, when um, this... This was my first opportunity to use my walk. I, I got a walk on sale, and I was like, oh, I'm going to use my walk. Uh, apparently, I got my walk way too hot before I began cooking because I had was, you know, preheating with it. You know, I had Did already turned. Did you treat it? Have, has it been treated at all? Probably not. Okay. So, like, like seasoned? Yeah, seasoned like a cast iron. Yeah, see, that's why I don't. I have a cast iron, but I never use it for that very reason because it's a pain in the ass. I've um, gotten so many people pissed at me about how I use my cast iron. <laughs> I've been told I should get banned from the BPL from it. Why is that? Um, so I, I have the belief that my pan should listen to me, and I shouldn't have to listen to my pan. Okay. Um, so what I will, what I do, is I. And this is this is what upsets people. I use soap and hot water on my cast iron. This upset me. This really upsets me. Yeah, you did not fucking do that. Do you know what I do right afterwards? I then treat it and put it on the the stove top. Just. Yep. Because I I, because I'm sitting here going, yeah, I'm sitting here going. Listen, soap doesn't get in there all the way. Like, if I don't have soap and I'm just, like, spraying hot water on it, I can't, you can't tell me that that's as clean as with soap. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not going to judge yeah. you, Jay, because that's the whole reason why I don't. Now, you know, I, I understand the cult of the cast iron. I understand yeah. that you're supposed to, clean. you know, the people that will say, well, all I ever use is hot water and salt and oil or, or yeah. grease or, or whatever. I, I completely understand it. I get it. Um. I have done it with mine. It's a pain in the butt. I don't care for it, which is why I don't use mine ever. I'm probably going to donate it to Goodwill. Um, 
and probably get i just use mine for steaks yeah, see, that is the yeah, it is the optimal way, but also we don't eat steak that, steak that much. So yeah, yeah, that's what I bought yeah. mine for was for, you know, to butter based a steak, um, for when I don't want to cook it outside. Yeah. But that being said, <laughs> as you have chided me on multiple times, <laughs> I, I do have a my steak cutting board that I do not use anything but hot water on to wash. <laughs> Why? It's, it's, it's look. It makes no sense. I get that in my head. It makes sense. I understand. There's no. Lo- I'm not saying there's logic to it. I just know that this one very nice cutting board is the only thing that has ever been on it. Is steak and hot water, and that's all that's ever touched it. Other than, other than other than a knife. Your argument isn't that it is somehow making a better steak. It's that. It makes it a pure that you have a pure cutting board. Right. Yes, exactly. Beef. Yeah, like like now. To be fair, <laughs> you can pick this board up, and if you smell it, it smells like steak. Jeez. <laughs> but it's clean. Yeah, there's no, nothing. Believe, there's nothing growing it's on not it. Rotting. Like... Yeah. <laughs> and I can't explain to you why it just got into my head when I got this. It's like nothing shall touch this this holy board but steak and hot water. What about funyuns? <laughs> Them's ain't your funyuns. Them's Foxy's funyuns. Sorry, that's you. That, about two that... two people in the world know what that reference is, and it's okay if none of you think that's funny. No one in this podcast knows the refer- reference. I can say that much. No, no, and that's quite all right. If you if you did get that, if you know that reference, please give us uh, pop a message into oh, the unplugged mm, uh, mm. public. Oh no, no, please. no! I know people are just going to be upset at me about my uh, my cast iron opinions. Oh yeah, you're going to get yeah. hate. You're going to oh, get I, from, oh, from I will. at least three of the dozen people that will hear this episode. <laughs> Are gonna are gonna be very angry to you uh, at you. And guess what? My cast you iron don't... still works. I don't care. No. Yeah, it's I, fine. I, it's fine. My my grandmother would come out of her grave and beat me <laughs> if I were to do that. Um, so I just don't use the cast iron. <laughs> See, people are living in fear under the hatred of cast iron. People need to rise up. And accept the fact that if you just retreat it, it's fine. Yes. Jay's message <laughs> is the is is don't be a slave to the pan. Make the pan yeah. work for you. Yeah. Put that <laughs> cast iron in the dishwasher. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, I've actually been using my dishwasher more li- lately. I, I've, I've oh, I'm felt, so proud of you. <laughs> I'm feeling considerably lazy, uh, especially since I, I tend to hand wash everything just because I like oh. to. Terrible, terrible. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so my wife yep. got too hot, and yep. it started to like immediately burn on the bottom as I was do cooking you, it. Do you know what lanyao it means? What, what that is? No idea. Okay. Um. So that's a way of uh of making a quick and easy um uh nonstick surface for exactly what you're gonna start complaining about. Okay. Um. So you get it piping hot. You get it smoking hot. And then you just put in like a teaspoon or like two teaspoons of oil and then you swirl it around. Done. Golden. No, no questions asked. Uh, you get that nice nonstick surface and it, nothing will stick. Well, uh, where were you, but that wasn't on the recipe. No, it wasn't. Cause it was using a, uh, 
nonstick pan because I was assuming that I was just trying to keep things simple for you. Yeah, well, never assume <laughs> when it comes when it comes to me. So, but I was able to. I, I what I typically when I cook something, you know, when it, similar to this, I have a a, a cauldron. It's it, and so I just whipped out my cauldron, threw it on one of the other burners, got it going, moved it over. Bam, no problem. Everything worked out perfectly fine. Um, how the ever, where the mistake I made, I think, that could, where it could have had a better result, is, according to the recipe, they were like half the ingredients would go in with the pork belly at the very beginning. Yes, and then you after, Yeah, and then a, half, a few minutes later, you added the rest of the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Well, to make things simple, I just took all the stuff that was going to have to go in in the beginning with the pork belly and just put it all in one bowl. And then same thing with all the stuff that was supposed to go in at the second uh, point. I think had I, if I had it to do over again, <laughs> I would have taken my time to add them individually so that they all kind of had, could have had their own individual interaction with, with the dish. Did and you so, watch so, the video? So, no. So they would have layered. <laughs> Why did I need the video? I had it's a the instruction. Video. I had it five minutes. I got stuff to do. I got. I got. I got Asian markets to drive half an hour to get to. Mm. Um, no, I did not watch it. But uh, so if I yeah, if I had it to do over again, I would do that. I don't think it made no the it dish didn't make that much of a difference. Bad, but I do think that there makes. I think you get a. If, Your if I had would be crispier. If I I don't want crispy onions. But what? if I had it to what do over wrong? again, what? I what? like my onions limp and cooked. Oh. No. Yeah. No. Same way I like my bacon. You would know. Yes. I no. like limp bacon. Now, I want it cooked. <laughs> I don't want like it raw, but I like my weight, my bacon floppy. Yes. I can't believe you hate raw, raw onion. Oh, I don't hate raw onion. I just prefer it cooked. Jeez. Oh, what? So you've got no texture, like no texture contrast in your food. Then it's just all mushy. I had rice. <laughs> your nice fluffy rice. That's yes, I had nice fluffy rice that I made in my rice cooker that you yeah. recommended that I purchase, which I thank you again because I use it constantly now. I'm like, how did I get along without a rice cooker? It's so good. It is right. Oh, and and I also. Used it when I cooked my rice today to make three de- to three to make three boiled eggs, hard boiled yes. eggs. So, right on top, you get perfect boiled eggs. Yep, and so I, that that I then diced up to go in the salad that I had with my dinner tonight. Nice. Mm. So, but I, I do think that if I had layered it in like that, then you you get more. I think you would have had a more of a a nuanced layer to the t- to the flavors. Versus yeah. just one thing all grouped together where they would have had a little bit more. But I still feel like it, it turned out okay overall. Um, I, I did go, that is what I had for lunch. And you had warned me. <laughs> yes. You had warned me that it's it called for, for, was it two? two? Two tablespoons of gochugaru. Yeah, which is um, the chili flakes. The now, spicy I, chili flakes. I did the one, as you suggested. Yeah. I think I could have done the two. It was, I did not find it, I did not find it that spicy. Now, it, it had spice, but, but to me, there was no heat. It was spice. It was not heat. So I think I could have done a little bit. Now, as I get older, 
I like things spicier and hotter than I ever did when I was younger. So I don't just know if it's just my, I'm getting old and my taste buds are dying or, or what, but I think I could have done a little bit more. And, and I may next time I'm, I'm definitely going to use that next, that, uh, the chili powder next time I make chili. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So and, go in the gochujang, the, the paste. Mm, yes. God, so good. Same. I, I, I was like, that's a very interesting flavor. That I think would go anywhere. well. Yeah, you don't get it anywhere else. Yeah, um, I, I think it'd be good in chili. And I'm actually curious about adding some of that to my homemade barbecue sauce. Yes. To make like a spicier sauce to use like on chicken or like ribs and stuff. Yeah, because I I did figure because uh, a lot of people do use gochujang in sauces, like in like barbecue style sauces. Mm -hmm. And I'm like. Hey, I'm going to just put this uh, as like a secondary thing of making Haleon go into an Asian market. I'm going to just make him also be like, here, have this thing that you'll just sort of casually figure out for yourself that this is delicious and can go in a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, because I like for most barbecue. With a few exceptions, I like sweet and spicy. Mm -hmm. I love the, the combination of a sweet and spicy barbecue sauce. Um, not so always on chicken, but definitely like ribs and stuff like that. So it's like sweet um, baby rays and Frank's red hot. Okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now actually one of my one of my favorite commercial uh, barbecue sauces, and since since we are non monetized, you can assure you this is not something we are getting. In, I am getting in, doing an endorsement for. Uh, but there is a barbecue place out there that is it's 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 very highly okay. I will just say, um, called Famous Dave's, that does have a particular barbecue sauce they called called Devil Spit. That's okay. a it's it is a hot but yet very sweet barbecue sauce. Very good, very good. I will give him credit for that sauce. Okay. The rest of it I will not endorse. <laughs> Very, I didn't realize you had such spiteful opinions on hot sauces. Well, I'm not spiteful. Yeah, I mean, it, it might surprise you to know that I have two different types of, so of hot sauces in my locker at work that I use on my lunches. <laughs> Doesn't One, surprise me. I got, I had two to three, but ran out. Like yeah. my favorite. My favorite hot sauce is a little bit too expensive to use regularly, um, which is truff hot sauce, which is a black truffle infused hot sauce. Ooh. Um, super. I... Oh, so buttery. Like it's, it's hot, but it's got this, this buttery deliciousness uh, underneath it. But it's like, if you buy it on like Amazon or someplace, it's like about 15, 16 bucks for a bottle. Um, you, you can find it cheaper. It's out there cheaper. I'm not going to say where. Yep, yep, yep. So but it is, it's definitely out there cheaper, but it's very good. My two hot sauces are Chuchula, uh, the green version. Mm. They are, I really fucking like their hot sauce. It's really nice. Um, and I also just get some regular old sriracha a lot. It's fair. Sriracha's good. Can't help. I'm not going not yeah. to shame them for it. It's, I like it. Other than Truff, the two that I have at work are not necessarily my favorites, but I got them for, for different flavor palette and because they were cheap. 
Um, I have some crystal, which is really cheap. Uh, which is very watery, very basic hot sauce. And then I have some uh, tiger sauce. And the reason being is typically I'll just bring in, you know, something inexpensive from like the deli. Uh, you know, like a prepackaged thing of like chicken wraps or maybe little pinwheels or mm -hmm. quesadillas or just something simple that I can just put a, you know, put, put a box of it in the freezer or the fridge at work. And then I just, every day at lunch, I go sit down, pull it out, heat it up and throw a little hot sauce on it, eat it. And I'm done. Cause, cause for me, lunch is just more about getting calories. It's not about necessarily having something that I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy. I save my calories for dinner. Yeah. Uh, that's, but I'm the opposite. Jesus. How did we get on this? <laughs> we haven't even figured, you haven't even told me if you like this or not. Okay. Well, <laughs> when I finished with it, um, <laughs> I, I probably had enough for three portions of what I consider portions. Like, th yeah. you know, um, so I put the other two or in the fridge. Uh, I cooked up my rice, put some of it, put some of it on the, on, on my rice, uh, diced up some, some scallions, green, you know, onion yep. on the top. And then I, I had a, a tomato from my planter that was starting to get mushy. It was going to go bad. So I diced it up to put on the side. Cause like a lot of times um, I eat a, like a lot of uh, curries, you know, vindaloo, uh, mm. different curry chickens and things. I need uh, to cause make, it's, figure out how to make vindaloo. Because it's, so it's, it's simple, it's easy, but it's spicy, which I yep. love, again, that I love. And you just, you know, you, you make it. It doesn't take long to make. And that's like dinner for three or four days. You know, all I got to do is set up the rice cooker to go off by the time I get home, heat it up, boom, throw it in there. But I like to have little slices of tomato on the sides. You know, you get a bite, you know, you, you scoop up a bite with your spoon, you get, you get a little piece of uh, tomato in that bite, and then you have a, have your naan on the side, and you get a bite of naan. You know, it's just, yeah. I like how that goes. So I just added it. Um, the tomatoes, granted, were not a great pairing with this particular dish as far as flavors. It was nice to have because I, like I like fresh homegrown tomatoes. Maybe a um, bit of acidity would help. The, um, it was okay. Oh, I think really? Could, I think it could have been a little spicier for me. Okay. Um, my opinion <laughs> is I think this would have been better if it had been thin sliced chicken. I okay. think the I think the texture would have been better. Um, or if you have gotten really good at mastering the exact right temperature and being able to cook the pork belly till it's nice and crispy. Yeah. You know, like not not like 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 charred, but it's got like a little bit of a crispy exterior while not getting hard. Um, I don't think I necessarily had that perfect. I think that would have made it a little better, but it was, I mean, it was fine. Like it, it was absolutely tasty. Like it was okay. not in any way, shape or form unpleasant. Okay. I don't know that it's something that I would gravitate yeah, I, toward on a consistent basis, but it was good. Okay. Yeah. Cause I had the same thing of it's good. Um, and I'm happy I made it, but I wouldn't mm -hmm. make it again unless someone asked for it. And if someone asked for it, absolutely. Yeah, sure. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much kind of where I'm at with that, with that particular dish. And I mean, I've got two more meals worth in my fridge, so I'm absolutely going to eat it, you know, for mm -hmm. dinner a couple different times this week. Uh, but I, I actually enjoyed it. It was, it was a fun experience to do something completely different outside of my wheelhouse, like yeah. nothing like anything I've ever done before. So, 
my, my tours are really fun. I do love going there and just checking out stuff. Yeah, I, I, you sent me a picture of yours in the pan after I'm assuming it was pretty much done cooking. I did yeah. not do that because mine did not look pretty in the pan. <laughs> it, I, it did not look pretty at all. Like I'm not even sure if the, if the, if once the picture I sent you of it, once I put it in the bowl, if that came out great. But, but yeah, it, it was good. As it turns out, taking pictures of food is really difficult. Um, which I've learned just from like being like, hey, check out this thing I made. Yep. Uh, it's a lot of lighting that you're not aware of. Yeah. Also, a lot of your professional photographers that do food photography don't use real food. There's a lot of shit that gets substituted for actual food. Like yeah. if you ever see if you ever see milk or cream in in TV ads or film or like or not film, uh, any kind of commercials, picture, yeah. commercials or whatever, it's not milk. It's glue. Yep. Yeah. Because you need the consistency. Yep. You need the uh, consistency. Similar, similar thing with syrup. It's motor oil. Mm hmm. <laughs> Completely inedible, but hey, whatever. Yep. Because it's, it's, but, but it, it's, how does it photograph? That's yeah. what well, matters because you're not eating it. Or the fact that they put bowls in the, um, in the soup so when you they put like all these oh it's so full of delicious toppings no it's not it's just sitting on top yeah, so, yeah. It, it, everything and stuff like that is is staged and even then after that it's photoshopped yeah but at the very but uh you can take for example like restaurants or whatever they do get photographers who go in with four food pictures and it is real food that they're just taking it out um, yeah. and taking a picture of it like uh that is a real thing like those are real foods so i wouldn't worry too much about that but yeah i know it's a lot of lighting yep so and then, like getting the camera way closer than you would ever expect at a weird angle just yeah you need you need the right lens like you're not like when you're taking professional food photography you're not just whipping out your iphone or whatever you, you you've got like really good cameras though yeah. Mine isn't because mine's four years old. Ah. Because I'm cheap and until it stops working, I won't buy a new one. Um anyway, so yep. what was the other thing we made, Jay? Um, we made Haleon's uh ma mama, I think that's what you Yes, my yeah. my my father's mother, my grandmother, we called her Mama. Yep. We made Mama's uh sour cream pound cake. Yes. Yes, this this woman was a baking machine. If you could have, anyone could have walked into her home any hour of any day, there would be at least two freshly made cakes and a pie somewhere in her kitchen. It did not matter the time of year. It did not matter what day of the week. There was going to be at least two pies or two cakes and a pie. And... She was a prolific cook and baker, just constantly in the kitchen. So, you know, all of my, a lot of my memories of, of food and stuff, particularly baking, come back to her. Well, she never wrote any of her recipes down. She just knew them. Yeah. And so the only recipe that we have that she ever wrote down is the sour cream pound cake. Um, would, if you would like, Haley, on. Yes. Uh, this was produced. Uh, my significant other actually made this one because I was busy working on other stuff. We made mm -hmm. some delicious Jamaica tea as well. Um, 
And if you would please, so she requested I put down some stuff that she was complaining about. Yes. Would you like to click on complaint number one? I I will. Yep. Feels like there's a lot of implied knowledge. Yes. 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 The, yeah. the assumption is that you've actually seen her you know, do this, seen her or baked before or, you know, am, am aware of what folding when it says to fold something into a mixture, what that means. Yes. Um, now, also, can, can since I <laughs> sent you the picture of the actual recipe, Yes. Um, which which is framed and hangs on the wall in my kitchen. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, me and my siblings all have a copy of it that we have in our kitchens. Um, what is it about the past? Why did everybody had such good handwriting back then? Their handwriting wasn't ruined by uh, typing. It is, it's just so neat and fancy and consistent. I just, I can't get... So, uh, let's see, what was what was complaint number two? So, yeah. Portion size. Yes. So uh, we are two people living uh -huh. in an apartment together, um, uh -huh. and this is producing roughly ten portions or so <laughs> at minimum. No, 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 no. It was making a pound cake. That's all. It was just a pound cake. That that is quite a few of everything. What? What? You, two people? You should be able to put away a pound cake in a day or two. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, okay. So the the bigger complaint, though, with uh, the implied knowledge is when a lot of, uh, this is mostly with my significant other's grandparents, but they do a lot of, to put it politely, lying on their recipes. <laughs> <laughs> or a lot of secrets, tricks that they do where they say, oh, you asked for this recipe, not the way I do it, which is all that completely different. And this recipe has a lot of that same feeling. What? You mean where it means where it says for a uh, a quarter teaspoon of soda without implying what that means? <laughs> yeah, which I had to ask because I did because I wanted to like produce it as reasonably as can be expected. Mm -hmm. um, so when it asks for some soda, that could be pretty rough. Like, depending, we had to make sure exactly what that was. And after yeah. that, I think I asked about, like, what type of sour cream? Yes. Which there is no specification. It just says yes. sour cream. Yeah. Yep. Uh, my particular favorite uh, part of, the, of her uh, recipe <laughs> is where it just, it just simply says vanilla or lemon flavoring. No amount. You know. <laughs> yeah, just, it doesn't say how much. It just says, <laughs> yeah. just add vanilla or le lemon. Just to taste, I guess. Yeah. It's just a guess. <laughs> just, just stick your finger in, figure it out. Yeah. Um, if you go to, I think it's uh, complaint number uh, um, number five, complaint number five, which is the recipe The recipe for forgets salt and baking soda exists. It doesn't say when to put it in. Uh, which well, is... I just assume you throw it in when you're mixing it. Yeah, that's the assumed as well. But like, yeah. you gotta say it. <laughs> well, you don't have to. <laughs> I mean, it's just again, it's just assumed. All right, what was number three? Not enough forward flavors. Yes. Okay, that one's a me thing. Okay. Okay, Alien, I'm sure your grandmother was a wonderful woman. 
mm-hmm. this didn't taste like anything when what? I made it. You didn't tasted... make it right, then. <laughs> what do you mean I didn't make it right? <laughs> what flavor is in there, good sir? What's there? It's, it, ha- it tastes like pound cake. It, it tastes like... It doesn't like... have a flavor. You know what? Sure it does. It tastes like generic cake. It doesn't have anything else. Then you didn't put enough vanilla in it. Probably. Or you, did, or you didn't use enough Crisco. Yeah, we used <laughs> the powerful flavor of Crisco. Yeah. You know, the secret is just if you don't have enough flavor, add butter. Yeah. Or fake uh, butter. Uh, Doneness um, checking. Okay. Yes. The secret to how do you know it's done... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a skewer, but like, you yeah. should still say that one. Well, again, implied knowledge. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, like for full disclosure, I broke my, and I don't have mm-hmm. a bunt pan to cook a, an actual pound cake in properly because it's supposed to be in a bunt pan. You know, you cook it and you turn it over. That's We didn't have one either. We just yeah. used a regular old cake pan. Which is fine. Yeah. Um, but I don't, because I don't, th- th- there's a lot of sugar in this. There's mm-hmm. a lot of butter. Um, three Fake cups. Butter. Yeah, three cups of sugar and a cup of mar- margarine or, you know, I used Crisco. Um, I don't need that in my body. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. uh, at my age. So I actually made it in three smaller little pans. Yeah. Uh, little little Bunt pan, not bunt pans. What are you, loaf, loaf pans, tiny loaf pans. Yeah, and I'm gonna actually gonna take them to work and give them away. Um, <laughs> oh, so you, so even though we both of us should be able to finish this off in a day and a half straight, you're still handing off to coworkers. You're young. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> I have to go visit my. I have to go to a doctor again in like six months, and I don't need this hanging around in my body. <laughs> It's delicious. I've eaten enough of the. Trust me, I've eaten enough of this pound cake in my life to sustain me. So, um, we did a couple things to make it what I would call good, make it more delicious, <laughs> and it probably would piss off your grandma. Nah, um, she was she was not that an angry person. Oh, she wasn't. Okay, no, uh, she we, was very very even keeled. She didn't get angry and mean until the Alzheimer's set in. Mm, okay, uh, honey. Honey yeah. on that pound cake. That was, Honey? Yep. Um, also, bilberry. Mm. Yeah, so like a nice jam on top of it. That could be good, yeah. Yes. So, because it needed, it needs just a little bit more flavor. It needs something, because you got a lot of flour and sugar and a bit of vanilla. You needed another flavor on top of that to really mm. bring everything together. Now, to be fair, I use a lot of vanilla. Oh, Okay. So that probably would have, that probably helps too. Yeah. Um, plus, again, when you'd use it in a bunt pan, the outside edge, the crust that forms, gives it a that little bit of caramelization that that gives does add flavor and texture to the, to the cake. Yeah. So having it in an actual bunt pan helps because then Just you're getting. More, yeah. The surface area, like the crust is the best part. Yeah. So, but I, I get it. I understand. It, it's just, <laughs> when we were going over things that, that we could make, I was saying, well, I got to do something, you know, either personal southern. to me or Southern. <laughs> but the problem is uh, we, you quickly ruled out anything deep fried. And I was like, well, shit, that's pretty I, much 90% <laughs> of all of our recipes. <laughs> <laughs> deep 
fried things and things and sugar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just like, well, I don't know. Maybe we yeah. could make sweet tea. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. But. Yeah, because you know, um, apartment living, so no grills. Right. Like, I don't, I wouldn't mind putting some meat in the oven, but like, I know that like is upsetting to people. No, no, it's fine. I, I'm, I have, there have been times where they're like, the, you know, the, you, like I, just last week, I didn't get my, uh, I messed up. I was starting, I started the grill and I didn't get back out to my chimney in time. And some of the charcoal had already burned through before I spread them out to do my sear. And so by the time I did my indirect, some of the coals would burn through and I couldn't get the right, couldn't keep the right temperature high mm. enough. So I ended up having to pull my steak uh, before it got to, to the proper internal temperature and had to throw it in the oven to finish the, the temperature cook. Ah. Now, I'm still going to blame part of that on the charcoal that I was using because I bought cheap uh, lump charcoal <laughs> okay. from, that, that I have been told later on is crap uh, by somebody else. But I was trying it. So, you know, first time I tried it. Yeah. So I'm going to blame it on that. Not my lack of, of my, not my failing grilling. Trying. Yeah. My, I'm, my grilling skills were, are fine. It's, it's not me. It's the charcoal. <laughs> it's my tools. Yes. that had bad charcoal. The, the, the Weber kettle was, is, was just fine. Um, but yeah, now next time we do something, I do have, uh, do you her want me to go fancier, define fancier. Um, as in, like, things with multiple types of ingredients. Like, because, okay, um, as a general rule, in terms of, like, East Asian cultures, like, for food stuff, uh, Chinese style is a fuck ton of stuff. Like, a bunch of different spices um, all mixing together to make a delicious thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Korean style is, like, the same hits, just over and over again in different ways. And they're delicious. But, like, you do see a lot of very similar things. And Japanese is like, you just get these things and then you don't mess with it. Hmm. Like, Japanese is much more structured and rigid. Um, I'll leave it up to you. I just don't want to go and buy a bunch of shit that's going to sit in my pantry because yeah. I'll never use it again. <laughs> like, I'll, I will use most of this stuff. Yeah. I will. I'll find a ways to, to integrate it into, into stuff. I don't know about the toasted sesame seeds. Uh, the um, toasted sesame, like the seeds or the oil? The oil I can I can use. I'll find a okay. use for that. The seeds, I don't know. Oh, uh, you could put it in some rice. That might be delicious. Yeah. Um, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I, I, oh, you know what? I do like Brussels sprouts quite a bit. I, I was. I wonder if I threw some like a balsamic glaze on some Brussels sprouts and then sprinkled some of the seeds mm. on top. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, uh, you could even make a gochugaru uh, sauce as well, dipping sauce, a bit mm. of yogurt, gochugaru, and then. Uh, Did you say yogurt? Else. Yeah, yogurt. For oh. dipping sauce. Yeah, see, I only use flavored yogurt, so that wouldn't work. Oh, I think it'll it can work out just the same. Um because mm. yogurt is a really good base for a dipping sauce, right? Yeah. I have to uh, what's what's the Greek's sauce? Greek yogurt? No, that's not Greek yogurt, it's the tzatziki. Tzatziki? Uh that's uh... Just, what you put it on like your gyros. Yeah, I think that's the um, yeah, it's the cucumber dip thing. Yeah, yeah, I've got I got a tub of that. Oh yeah, that would be good. We'll experiment. We'll figure it out. Yeah, but if we do want to bake something else, I do have Mama's homemade layer cake recipe. 
You can't keep feeding me cakes. You can't <laughs> but, be. No, you can't I'm be telling you, <laughs> if you want cake that doesn't taste like nothing, like when we used to, dad used to make these like every week. He'd make a three layer cake and usually would use chocolate, homemade chocolate icing, sometimes homemade caramel icing, which will kill you because it's so sweet. But the layers themselves are so good. He would make four layers and we would just eat one of them, like just fresh out of the oven. We would just eat it. Okay. I'll, I will admit it. I've never had a good cake. I've never eaten a cake event that's been completely blowing my mind. It's always been good enough cake because there isn't a lot of different flavors that people make. We've, we've figured out pies. Pies you can have like a bajillion different flavors in. Well, that's like, because, but yeah. I, I postulate that's usually based on the filling, yes. not the pie. Correct. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I, I am telling you the layers of this cake are good without any icing. Uh, if you tell me to make it. I'm not going to make you. I will not make you make it. I'm not force you into anything. No, sir. Yeah, for, driving to my house and forcing it in my hands. Um. <laughs> That's a long drive. Uh, well, t tell you what. I will send you the recipe, and I will let you look at it and decide if this sounds like something that might have be okay. tasty. Okay. I will not force it on you. Um, but uh, it's weird just the two of us uh and a straw apparently had to pop yeah, out uh, this is the first episode crispy's never been on uh yeah that sounds about right it's weird weird right. we're just going along at the moment oh yeah it's been a, it's been a good uh, but sincerely though it, it was i was i had trepidation at first about you know trying this because i don't cook a lot of new things but i enjoy cooking and so I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. Like, it, it just, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. And that's always been my thought process of it. Of Because I make stuff all the time where it's just bad. And we go, I don't want this. And just to toss it right into the garbage. Yeah. Uh, and then we just get fast food and, and guilt-free as well. Well, see, that's, that's yeah. you're assuming, I, I don't have that option because there is no fast food where I live. Like, I, I can't just go get fast food. It's a 20-minute drive just to get oh. anywhere near it. Yeah, uh, no, it's a five-minute drive. Yeah, I, I live out in the woods. Um, but I did. I had a good time with it, enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> uh, I will admit that initially when it first started to stick and burn, I used a little bit of beer to deglaze the, can the, the pan. Ooh, yeah. Um, which worked okay, but then I was still like, you know what? I, it, I just think the cauldron will be a little better. Um, I mean, that's fine. Like, work with what you have. Oh, and I think I that's, do... the, that's the secret of cooking, really. Yeah. Is you can take the most basic things, but if you take care with how you prep it and are careful with, you know, the proper amounts and flavoring, you can still make wonderful food, even if you don't have really fancy stuff. Not equipment, yeah. not ingredients. Oh, yeah. To me, my, my skill always just comes back to, like, knowledge of, like, going, okay, this is bringing in this flavor at, like, this level. If you want your garlic to be spicy, you put it in at the end, right at the end, and you don't even cook it at all. But if you want a nice mellow garlic, you put it in the front and you fry it a little bit. 
and you get that nice flavor going or like people get very i've noticed that like how emulsifying works and like oh you should put butter in here so that way you can emulsify the the sauce and you'll get a really nice silky smooth sauce but if it goes too long it'll break and there's just no other ways around it but knowing exactly why things are working means i can start changing things around a lot more i just like cooking meat on on fire <laughs> meat on fire good yeah so any uh any final thoughts um if you fuck up oh oh yeah of course going to restaurants is the best time to discover new good delicious things Go to a, a good Mexican restaurant to find some good Mexican dishes, and then you can just take them for later. Oh, my wife turned me on to something. We went to a Chinese restaurant, and it was, and she's like, "You have got to try this." And it was garlic eggplant. Huh, and okay. I'm not generally a fan of eggplant. Eggplant because, doesn't taste like any, taste like anything. It's it's got a weird kind of a text spongy texture, and it doesn't simply t- tend to have a good flavor. Holy crap! I don't know what they cooked it in. I don't know how they cooked it, but it was <laughs> it was soft, like it what didn't have that sponginess to it. Like it was soft and it chewed well, but it had just this delicious, uh, savory garlic flavor to it that wasn't too strong. It was fantastic. Fantastic. So if you ever if you ever go out and you see garlic, uh, garlic eggplant or something or eggplant and garlic sauce, something like that, give it a try. And and let now granted, I know it's it's very easy to fuck up eggplant, to overcook it and what have you. But or to undercook it. Yeah, yeah. See, eggplant yeah. is one of those things where you gotta cook it, you gotta hit that that Goldilocks zone to get it just right. Yeah. Um there's a lot of foods where I'm like if I had someone in front of me showing how I can do it, I can do it for the rest of my life. But I need that first person to be like, just just put the nail into the wall. It will be fine. Yep. Uh, ooh, it's, I did find the recipe of it, uh, potentially. But yeah, no, it's got uh, soy sauce, sugar, Shaoxing, wine, fish sauce. Oh, and it's using spicy bean paste. Oh, okay, yep. Spicy bean paste is like is one of the like base flavors of uh of Chinese cooking. Then mm. delicious Chaoxing wine is amazing. Some soy sauce as well, or some fish sauce, just for uh, for finishing it off. Because yeah, for Thai, uh, fish sauce is okay. Have, actually, have you ever had fish sauce before? Not that I know of. I'm pro- I'm I'm sure you I have. You have just just yeah. not aware. I just wasn't aware that that's what it okay. was. I bet you if it, I tasted it, I'd be like, oh, I've had this before. Possibly. It smells awful. It smells like rank fish. Oh, well, there's lots of things that yeah. taste delicious that smell terrible. Yeah, and it is sour, but it brings so much complexity behind it that it, like, knocks everything else out, out of the park. Hmm. I almost bought some today just oh, because really? I've heard you talk about it so much. But, I, but then I was just like, well, I don't know what I'd use it in yet. So I'll wait until I have to make something that I needed. <laughs> um, yeah, there are also, like, like, it's a very common base ingredient. So everyone has a, a billion opinions on, like, what's the best brand and everything. Hmm. And honestly, that's why I love learning about different, like, cultures and, like, different foods that they eat. 
because of like what is their default is actually gonna be pretty good 99% of the time. Hey, and why like, do you think all this southern food is so popular? Because we deep fry everything because it just works. <laughs> deep fried in oil, deep fried in butter. That's just flavor right there. Have you heard of Hong Kong French toast? No. Oh, I am gonna give you a hell of a day. Okay. Uh, I've often wondered how does like the Brits make fried toast? What is that? I don't know. I don't trust them. Like I, I see it on a on like like a lot of these. <laughs> this goes back to where in our food cast too when I talked about <laughs> the the eating challenges and the professional eaters that will go out that they'll take on these massive full English breakfast challenges and they also always have this fried bread and it looks delicious but it's like how do they do that? I don't know. Okay. So okay, this is Hong Kong French toast. Um, it is like three or four layers of bread uh, that's then uh, with peanut butter or some sort of like uh, like a chocolate or something in between it. You then do the French toast style thing where you just soak it in um, an egg and then mm -hmm. you deep fry it. Then you pull it out and you put a stick of butter on top. Just a blap of butter. I just that picture looks delicious it's really it, fucking good but it makes me want to take my blood pressure medicine it uh, it is a hundred percent that it is uh that... some people use syrup some people use to, for uh to like finish it off some people use condensed milk mm. like it is I, I get that yeah yeah almost like almost like a a french toast tre leche cake combination I haven't heard um, of it, that. You're not weird with tray leche cake? No. Oh, look it up. It's a uh it's a cake that's super moist because it's been poured with like a condensed milk or evaporated milk, I forget. Um so like the whole cake drips. Oh, but it's okay. it's very very sweet, very very good. Um tray leche cake. Yes, um, I do see them and they look like sort of like lemon bars with like some cream on top yeah um I, unpopular opinion <laughs> i don't really like syrup really yeah like i don't mind it like if i okay. like if i get like i get a waffle at waffle house right mm -hmm. i will put just enough just, a, <laughs> just like just a very like a, like just a little bit just enough that i get that mapley flavor but I don't want to no, taste this... like syrup. Okay. So, okay. Let me ask you the, like, the annoying question. Have you had real maple syrup before? Yes. Okay. What was your opinion? It's good. It's better than, like, the... crap. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, it's still... better than that. I, I also like a, but I, but I like a little bit of a... Uh, Other I, flavor? I like syrup? a little bit of a buttery flavor to the syrup. Mm. Um, but, but it's the maple flavor. That's the most important. That's that okay. if it's, if it doesn't have that maple, like that instant maple flavor to me, it's not good, but I just generally don't like syrup that much. That's, that's fair. You also don't really use syrup that much outside of breakfast meals. Typically. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when I, like when I would make, um, pancakes and waffles and stuff when the kids were little. I would make a plate full of pancakes for me, but instead of syrup, I would cover mine in uh, baked peaches and whipped cream. Hmm. Okay. Is it? I might be being dumb, but that's just um, 
a flapjack, isn't it? Or pretty pretty much. Okay, because I don't know. Flapjacks are just pancakes, right? Yeah, it's just another name for pancakes. Okay. I mean, I'm sure somebody out there is screaming (laughs) at the top of their lungs. One of the dozen people that that listens is like, "No, flapjacks have to be this, 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 this." Yeah, I think. I, no, I I think it's just another name for pancakes. Okay. We could literally do this for three more hours. Yes, we uh, could. <laughs> but somebody uh, has to edit this, and it's your case. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, no, I do look forward to doing this again sometime. Uh, oh, I, I do Ideally, I would like to do it where we have at least, you know, like maybe Crispy or somebody else can join in to cook as well. Yes. Um, I think that would be fun. And I will try to see if I can come up with a Southern food uh, meal food thing that is not deep fried, does not include anything we're allergic to. Um, yeah. The laundry uh, list. No grilling. Yeah. Yeah, no grilling. Yeah. I'll see what I can come up with. <laughs> There's got to be something. I've got <laughs> I, I've got a couple of those. Uh, we'll make uh, biscuits and gravy. Well, yeah, but you know what? Do you not like biscuits and gravy? Well, see, here's the thing. I like biscuits and gravy, but as it goes back, to make real good, real Southern-style gravy, you need sauce, breakfast sausage. And I don't like breakfast sausage. Oh, right. Okay. Right? Like, to make real, it's real. Now, you can make it without it, but there are people that tell you it's not as good, so. Okay. But I like biscuits and gravy. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But next time. We got to stop. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, signing off. Goodbye, everybody. 3.5 millimeter nickel-plated full metal jacket. Auxiliary plug. 6 dollars for Radio Shack.